Broadcasting from the Business Radio X studios, it's time for Business Leaders Radio. Now, here's your host, John Ray. And hello again, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Business Leaders Radio. I'm John Ray, and folks, I've been excited about welcoming Ben Albert to the program. Ben is the owner of Balbert Marketing, and he's also the host of Real Business Connections podcast. Ben, welcome. John Ray, I'm <laughs> grateful to be here. I'm excited, man. I am too. This is uh, I've been looking forward to this. We connected on LinkedIn. You reached out to me, and I'm grateful for that. Um, you, you And you're doing a lot of interesting work, and I wanted to make sure people can hear about it. So let's start there. Tell, tell folks what you're up to and how you're serving the market out there. Yeah, uh, the the joke I like to tell, and it, it's not a joke, it's quite literally true. I ask questions for a living, um, and, and I ask questions in two different places. You know, I, I host a network of podcasts. There's five different shows on Real Business Connections where the the answer comes from good questioning. Good, You have respect for it. It's asking inciting, insightful questions and listening to the answers. And then at my marketing firm, Balward Marketing, we're helping businesses save time and make money, but I never square peg round hole come in and say that I have the solution for you. It's all about asking good questions and tailoring my approach so I can hold a business owner by the hand and help take them to the promised land. It's all it's all about asking good questions, John. For sure. And um and I'm better at that than having the answers. So I appreciate that. <laughs> I appreciate coming at it from that perspective. Um <laughs> Ben, before we get into some of the details of your work today, talk about your journey and uh, what led you to uh, what you're up to today. Sure. Uh, I'll try to take my life story and condense it to 90 seconds or less for you. Okay. Um, So when I was very, very young, total love for basketball, literally would play eight hours a day, was winning shooting competitions, was really passionate about basketball. Um, But then everyone hit a growth spurt. And I stayed the exact same size. So when I was a kid, when I was very young, I was not the shortest kid in school, John, but the second shortest kid behind Olivia Lee, a little Asian girl. And I tell that end of the story to let you know that I was kind of an underdog. I got bullied. I got beat around. I did have an alcoholic father. It wasn't a pretty upbringing. Um, and, and I was very quiet. And the fact that I'm on this show with you today, John, is something I never imagined I'd be able to do because I was I was too afraid to even order a hamburger. I, or or let, let's say I had to pee, I'd be grabbing my crotch, you know, moving back and forth because I was too afraid to ask an adult to use a restroom. So mm. I was a reclusive, quiet kid. But it was right in my upper teenage years that I fell in love with the music industry and the music scene. And I found that you, when you find like-minded people that are looking to help each other and, you know, your tribe per se, before you know it, I'm the loudest person in the room. And and I love um, music and, and amplifying. And I wasn't the best musician, but I became the marketing guy without even knowing it. I, I would book bands. I would promote the shows. I would be handing out the flyers, doing the whole guerrilla grassroots approach to get people to show up. And I found a love there. So I started a music podcast and I did all this music stuff on the side. And I tell this story because, you know, I felt small, but then I found the right kind of people, and then I didn't have to feel small anymore. And I didn't know that I was paving a career for marketing 
But that's exactly what we get to do, and that's exactly why I'm passionate about marketing. We get to take great, talented people with incredible skill sets that are looking to serve this world, and we get to elevate them. We get to make them bigger. We get to inject steroids into their systems and ultimately help them build tribes, communities, you know, employees, partners, so they don't have to feel small, so they don't have to be the underdog, and they can kick butt in a very competitive world. So I'm passionate about marketing. I'm passionate about podcasting, just another platform to market myself and my community. Um, and, and again, just blessed that it lends me opportunities to have conversations with people like you, John. So again, glad to be here. Yeah, no, what a great story. And talk about... One thing I wish you would talk about uh, before we get deeper into marketing and podcasting, because those are the, the, those are kind of the two big elements of what we're going to talk about today. Um, you had a you you grew up essentially in a low confidence kind of mindset, right? I mean, that's what you're describing. Yeah. And how did you make the leap? I mean, how did you make the leap to be able to affirm in your own mind that, Hey, I've got what it takes to succeed. Cause obviously that happened at some point along the way for you. You know, it's interesting. Cause I, I feel like I didn't even make a, a leap. I feel like I was a sloth and it took me a long time and I didn't make very much progress. You could look at me. It's like watching paint dry. Um, but around, I'd say it was 2015 when I first discovered podcasts mm. and I was obsessed with listening to, um, nonfiction podcasts. So I liked personal development. I liked history. I loved the interview based shows and getting to know people's stories and, and tips, but also learning about character development and all these, the world of podcasting just is an endless amount of information. And at that time I was a traveling sales rep. Um, for Chobani yogurt. And so I was in the car, you know, two to four hours a day. So I would listen to two to four hours of podcasts a day. So I started binging on podcasts. Then again, I started a music podcast. I started reading more. I picked up meditation. Um, and I really feel like there wasn't a leap, John. Mm. I was taking these little baby steps and, and I was a very unconfident person growing up. Um, and I had a lot of struggles, but through listening to, you know, surrounding myself, even if it's just by listening to them on a podcast, by surrounding myself with brilliant driven people, I feel like through osmosis, I started to pick up on some of their characteristics and their tendencies. Um, and the man I am today in the 2020s is a completely different character than I was five, six years ago, but for me, John, I don't think there was one big leap. It was just every day working on myself a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. And then you look back from where you were and then where you come and you're like, holy moly, I didn't even have a five-year goal. And if I had it, I, I tripled it. I, mm. I did not imagine myself to be here, but I'm glad and I'm blessed to be here. So again, I kind of turned the answer around on you. Um, <laughs> well, I, I love that because what yeah. you're describing, Ben, it sounds like is the 1% improvement every day, um, the, the, the consistent, just making small improvements every day and the cumulative effect of all that obviously had a big impact on you. Yeah. And, and it would, and 
will have an impact on anyone. Yeah. Wow. One percent a day. Yeah. Like that. Uh, yeah. That's cool. Ben Albert is with us, folks. Uh, he's with Balbert Marketing. So t- talk about Balbert Marketing and when you formed that company and what what the original purpose was. Sure. Um, without giving you my whole business history, um, I was in a corporate sales executive role. Mm-hmm. Um, our number one product was a video production product, and we serviced the entire United States. So Texas to California to New York City, everywhere in between. Since I was a sales executive selling video solutions, when COVID hit, <laughs> there was no more travel. There was no more in-person video. and there was no more sales. If anything, we actually started to actually have to drop out of contracts for different reasons. Um, So I don't blame them. Your company doesn't want to pay their sales team when the sales team doesn't make sales. So I find myself furloughed. And uh, John, I didn't see myself as an entrepreneur at that time. I actually started applying for jobs and nothing was landing. Nothing would stick. Um, So my back was against the wall a little bit. But one thing that's beautiful, and it doesn't work in every industry, I'm blessed that I am a marketer, this laptop right in front of me was really all I needed to to do my job. So I I grabbed this laptop in front of me, and I, I decided, hey, let's start a business. You know, I can always do it on the side if I get a job, but I started reaching out to strangers on LinkedIn, just introducing myself. Hey, I'm, you know... I'm from Rochester, New York, so I'm reaching out to people in Rochester, New York, and I'm like, hey, you know, I'm thinking about starting a podcast. I just started a business. I'm just trying to surround myself with great people in the area, and everyone gave me positive feedback. So since I got such good feedback, I I, I knew that I was on to something good, and that's why I started that podcast, Rochester Business Connections. Now, Real Business Connections Network is now five podcasts in one, but it all started with that local show. Mm-hmm. And it started with, and I was a little more, uh, I was a little more fluid than this, but I'm going to give you the bare bones truth of what I was saying. It was basically, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm a new owner. I need help. I'd love to learn from you. And everybody said yes. They wanted to actually put their chips on the little guy because I guess they liked me or they liked the idea or they wanted to talk about themselves. Who lo- Everyone loves to talk about them. So come on my podcast. You can talk about yourself. <laughs> um, so before you know it, in November of 2020, I did a 22-episode launch. So I did an episode a day, Monday through Friday, all of November 2020. Then we went to twice a week. Now we have a weekly show. Um, But the seeds created from those first 22 episodes, I've got a couple clients that were on the podcast. I've got a business partner that I met through the show. I have a referral partner. And I have a best friend that I met. And it all seeded in that first month of November um, starting a podcast and networking locally. And then boom, before you know it, I have a business. People actually want to work with me. And it's like, dang, Ben, it actually looks like you're an entrepreneur and you didn't even know it. Um, so the rest is recent history. We can talk about anything, but wow. I'm just blessed what the platform was able to do for me and, and so many people. So you built a business through podcasting. That's really what I'm hearing. Yeah. Wow. That was that was my number one marketing tool at least. That that the business part of what builds the business is me delivering good results. 
but my favorite way to network and market is through the podcast. But what you're saying, though, correct me if I'm wrong, all of those connections in the studio is what made it happen. It wasn't like you're putting the podcast out on 18 zillion different apps and hoping some fish comes along and grabs a line that's way out there in the ocean somewhere. <laughs> you you were really, because you were making your shows about the guest and creating those relationships, those relationships is what, that's what led to revenue. 100%. Wow. Said it perfectly. I love it. I love it. Uh, which is a lesson for particularly professional services providers. You kind of hit one of my hot spots here. <laughs> but um, about how you do not need to like, particularly if you're a solopreneur or small firm professional services owner, you don't have to have a lot of clients to move the needle in your business, right? So if you can just develop relationships through a podcast, you'll move the needle in your business. And you did. 100%. It's a, it, it's great because this is something I didn't even realize when I started, mm -hmm. but yeah, so this is just a more of a pro tip. You can do some original research. So a lot of the people I meet on my show or at, you know, networking events or through introductions, they aren't a good fit for my products and services and that's okay. But I do have an opportunity to take someone who's part of the community that I am marketing to and ask them some questions you know, I know you don't need a marketing guy, but what, what is your marketing team doing well? What are you struggling with? So I have a unique opportunity to do some original research on my target market at the same time as well. So there's so many different uh, buckets of beauty that you get to pull out from this, John. Yeah, that's, I love that. Um, and so you're, but what I also, and we were talking a little bit about this, folks, before we came on the air, you specifically use your show to serve without any particular preconception. I mean, it's not like you just inviting, um, as you say, prospective clients on clients that may work with you. You're serving any number of business owners, many of which may never do business with you, but you're, you're, you're just in a capacity of wanting to serve. Yeah, I mean, I, I have a unique ability here uh, to elevate their voice and promote them for free and help them get better at honing their messaging and reaching a larger audience. I'm there to serve them, but the beauty here in addition on my end, John, is even if they're not a good fit as a client, they can teach me things about business ownership because I got to be transparent. I Accounting and some of the operations stuff – I'm less than two years into business. That's hard for me. Mm -hmm. But just because you're not a good client doesn't mean we can't learn things from each other um, and, and help us both level up our businesses and, and maybe start a referral partnership as well. So they don't need to be a good fit for your services to be a great fit in your life, you know? Wow. Uh, there's a great quote for you folks from, uh, from uh, Ben Albert. Ben is uh, uh He's with Balbert Marketing and uh, the Real Business Connections family of podcasts, really, was what, yeah. what I need to say. Um, yeah. 
Let's talk about marketing for a second. Ben, one of the things you you said before we came on the air, and everybody buckle up, Ben says that marketing is a commodity. Say more about that. I was fascinated by that comment. Yeah, um, I pretty much most industries. So let me give you an example. Mm-hmm. If you can make broccoli taste like a fried Oreo, if you can make broccoli taste like a fried Oreo, and it's gonna taste, it's got taste great, and it has all the health benefits and all the vitamins without any of the detriment. John, I don't care if I like you, love you, hate you. You could be the biggest butthole jerk in the world. I'm going to buy that broccoli that tastes like fried Oreo. A lot of people don't have that luxury. Mm. There's a lot of financial advisors. There's a lot of marketers. There's a lot of roofers. There's a lot of attorneys. And they offer similar services. And hundreds, if not hundreds of thousands, if not millions of them, do a good job. So you're one in the hundreds of thousands, if not millions, that can do a good job. Why are they going to invest with you? They're going to invest with you because of you. And my point here is that marketing is a commodity that you can go to a lot of marketers and there's a high probability that they're pretty good. How do you differentiate yourself from all the other marketers? It could be a product that they don't offer. Like if, if you're a cook and you have the the Oreos, that the broccoli that tastes like Oreos, it's a product most cooks don't offer. Or it could be something like the podcast, which is a differentiator, a relationship builder, and something unique that makes you stand out in the sea of sameness, which is almost every industry. So I, I'm not so arrogant to think that I'm the greatest marketer on earth. Mm. there's better people. They're probably more expensive than me. There's also a lot of crappy marketers that do a bad job. It's my goal to stand out with the community I want to serve. Um, and I'm doing it a disservice. If I, if I don't stand out, that's a disservice um, because that's someone I can't help. So that's kind of my philosophy on we're all commodities, but we don't have to be a commodity because the only thing And this is personal branding is what we're talking about, John. Mm -hmm. Your service might be a commodity, but you are not. You are a personal brand and people are going to want to work with you. So I would love it, Ben, if you would describe some of the mistakes, big mistakes you see businesses make in when they handle their marketing. Yeah, I think. I think the biggest mistake would be pride and just not being open-minded to the fact that we might be flawed. Um, Give you an easy example. Business has a website that was made in 2005. It looks bad. Over in the corner, it says not secure. Maybe there's just bugs or you click on a link and then it goes to a 404 error page. That business will tell you, and they're not wrong, that their number one source of business is referrals and the website isn't the one driving traffic. And in a lot of cases, that's mostly correct. However, what happens when you get a referral? What are they going to do? They're going to Google you. Right. And when they Google you and they see that, do you think that there's a high probability that your referrals are falling through? 
or people aren't going to want to refer you because a, a lot of times businesses don't realize that the internet is a representation of us and we might be suit and tie you know great business people but we look like we're walking around in our pajamas when someone google searches us online <laughs> and it goes back to not having the pride or humility to realize that our online presence which whether you like the internet or not is huge mm -hmm. our online presence should represent the quality of service we provide our clients they should be in alignment with one another yeah i, I think what you what you're getting at there is that um I mean, let's take referral partners. Referral partners want to be proud of who they refer, right? And if you're, mm -hmm. if you've got a uh, web presence or a social media presence that doesn't reflect well on that person referring you, those referrals may dry up. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, and 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 this doesn't have anything to do with the quality of your service. And that's that's what I think. What may, I, I think I hear you saying that is that. Folks need to get over themselves about it's all about the quality of what I do. And that's not how you get into the ballroom, right? You can, especially if you, you got a service and a lot of people want it, you can make ends meet, mm -hmm. but you're never going to reach your full potential as a business person if you don't look at the whole perspective. Mm. You could do great, mm -hmm. but you're never going to be the best. Maybe that's okay. But hey, you're never going to be the best unless you do the little things that make you better than the rest. So, so talk about the types of clients, Ben, that you work with in your marketing practice. Sure. So I haven't niched down where I only service one industry per se. Um, I, I goof about this, John, that I've niched down that I don't like working with jerks. <laughs> I, I don't like working with a-holes. Yeah. Um, so I, I do like growth-oriented, hardworking business people that are committed and driven to success. And in most cases, I prefer if they have high growth potential. So um, that's any small to medium-sized business or you know a one-man, three-man show um, with a massive amount of growth potential because I'm a 30 year old. I've been in business for a short period of time here. Um, we could grab each other by the hand and build empires together over the next 20 years. So the one thing I don't like is when there's too many checks and balances, um, too much red tape, um, or too much set in the old ways. So anyone who's growth oriented, hungry, and looking to achieve their dreams. I love working with those kind of people. Mm -hmm. Now, then we need to get into the weeds and see if I'm actually a good fit for the specific service they need. But as long as I'm working with the right kind of people, I get to build a book of business that's in alignment with what I value. And for me, John, that that's something that's important to me, working with the right kind of people. So I get out of bed knowing that I'm going to go kick butt. Um, and honestly, some of the jerks are just not fun to work with. So I don't work with jerks. Um, you know, you can go a long way on, on just that business philosophy alone. So I, I applaud you for that, Ben. Uh, give some encouragement, though, to entrepreneurs that they can be young, they can be uh, seasoned, we'll call them, that, that are new in their business. 
right? And they feel like they have to take on pretty much any client to get things going. And that doesn't sound like your philosophy uh, to me. Uh, so encourage those folks as to the success track that you're on with way, the way you look at things. You know, and I don't like to give just a prescription pill because there's so many different ways that, that we could take this on. Mm -hmm. And I've, I've said yes to deals that I should have said no to because I, I could use the finances and I had the extra time. Mm -hmm. And I've worked with clients that it didn't work out. And that's part of where this philosophy is coming from because it was making me miserable. So I feel your pain and I've been there. Um, I believe we attract who we are. So if, if you're working on yourself and you're working on your business and you love what you do and you're dedicated to the art form of doing a great job, but you're also dedicated to the business that you're learning how to market, you're learning how to sell, you're shaking hands, you're meeting people. If you are dedicated and devoted, you will find the right clients. It will happen, and it doesn't happen overnight per se for some people. Um, but if you're dedicated and hardworking, you're going to find other dedicated and hardworking people as well. So if you think it's going to be easy, you, in a lot of cases, you might be wrong. But if you're putting in the good work, if I let me give you one example. Mm -hmm. Please. If, if and when I choose a financial advisor, I don't want a bunch of testimonials about what you did 20 years ago. I want to know what are you reading right now? What are you working on right now? What are the trends? I want someone who is practicing their craft. So I guess that would be my word of encouragement. Practice your craft and you'll attract people that like that you're modern and you're hungry and you're out there getting it. I love it. Uh, Ben Albert, folks, with Albert Marketing. Also, he's the host of the Real Business Connections family of podcasts. Um, ben, this has been great, but before we let you go, I, I, I w would love it if you might sh share a success story. Uh, you don't have to mention names, of course, but um, a client you work with that you've delivered great results, great transformation for. Well, I, I always love to edify and shout out people in my network that are kicking butt, even doing better than me, right? Mm -hmm. So um, a client of mine, and they weren't really even a client. They were friends. Um, Tyler White and Kevin Rustacy, they started Time Out with Leaders podcast. Nowadays, Time Out with Leaders is in the top 1% of podcasts globally. They're kicking butt. Um, every week they release a new episode with a new leader that just blows my mind. Um, and again, they took the torch and ran with it. They're doing a great job, but I had that unique ability to be there with them in the planning stage when they are still birthing the idea and going through how to book guests and what questions to ask and this and that and the philosophy behind it. Um, I got to be there during the birthing stage. And the reason I bring that example up, John, is that's what I love. If any listeners, if you, any of your family and your listeners want to just sit down with someone for 30 minutes and strategize, I love being that guy because if we get to a point where you need my help, you know, in terms of really growing something, I'll be there. 
but I really get off on young entrepreneurs with new business ideas and helping them kind of start moving that needle and getting it started. I don't charge people a penny to sit down and have that conversation for that first time. So um, love, love seeing people successful. Ben Albert, folks, with Balbert Marketing. Ben, this has been awesome. Uh, wow, I can't imagine that there aren't some folks that uh, hearing what you've had to say don't want to be in touch. So let's give them directions on how they can do that. Sure. Um, my favorite social media is LinkedIn. Spend all my time there these days, John. So if you look up Ben Albert on LinkedIn, you can find me there. Um, and the other main spot is if you were to go to balbertmarketing.com slash all links. So B as in Ben, albertmarketing.com slash A-L-L links, all links. Everything's there. So you can find the podcast, you can find the social medias, you can find everything I do. Um, so if you want to enter into my world all in one location, that's the balbermarketing.com all links. Would love to one-on-one -on -one with you and, and continue the conversation. Ben Albert, the owner of Balbert Marketing, the host of the Real Business Connections family of podcasts. Uh, ben, this has been great. I'm so glad we could get you on the show. This has been great, John. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Hey, folks, just a, a quick reminder, Business Leaders Radio is on all the major podcast apps. We would love it if you would share the show. You can review the show, give us a five-star review, or just share it with folks that you think might be interested. It's not about me or Business Radio X. It's about our great guests who we feature on our shows uh, to promote them and the great work that they do. We're the voice of business. We live that. And if you can help us in that quest, we'd greatly appreciate it. So for my guest, Ben Albert, I'm John Ray. Join us next time here on Business Leaders Radio. 